and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today, we continue our chronological study of the Gospels and our year with Jesus. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies a chronological portion of the Gospels for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day two, we capture the context. We recognize our world today is just a little bit different than the world at the time of the Bible. There are customs, practices, idioms, descriptions of locations that are lost on us. On this day, we take the opportunity to explore the context of the chapters in front of us. Yesterday, we listened to a portion of the Gospels. Let's explore what's taking place surrounding this lesson. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, blessed are they who hear the word of God and obey it. Amen. As we look at the beginning pages of the Gospels, our book that we are using as the source for our study begins with Luke's introduction and mentions the name Theophilus. This is who Luke is writing to. Well, the obvious question for us is, who is Theophilus? And the answer is, great question. Scripture doesn't record for us who this individual is is, or if it is a specific individual he is speaking to. The name Theophilus means lover of God or friend of God. So one of the possibilities is that this isn't meant towards a specific individual at all, but towards anyone, any Christian who is is listening or reading this letter. This is Luke saying for, for you, Christian, to understand what you have learned so that you know that what you have learned is true. He provides a historical account of Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection. Of course, it could be, another possibility is that there was a specific individual named Theophilus, and he addresses him as most excellent Theophilus, a title that is usually reserved for someone of high-ranking, potentially, nobility. So it could be someone with more of a Roman government uh, title. It could be someone who... Uh, served uh, in, a, in a synagogue. Uh, but the truth is, we don't know uh, whether this was just meant to be a generic title towards individuals, uh, towards Christians, or whether this was a specific person. Either way, this letter addresses the ability for someone to understand more of what they have learned so that you know that what you have learned is true. Here is a historical account of Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection so that you may know. Another thing that our Gospels do, especially the Gospel of Matthew, is provide a family tree. That's how the Gospel of Matthew begins. It goes back to, to, to Adam, to Abraham, and shows how Jesus is from that family line. To someone who is not of Gentile or excuse me, not of Jewish uh, origin, this information may, uh, may not mean anything uh, to them. But to someone who is, if we go back to Genesis chapter 3, 
there God records the, the family line, the promise of the Savior, and how you will know that it's him. And so that the, his, uh, the historic promised line of the Savior, that family lineage, is crucial in how God described how the Savior would come. So Matthew gives in great detail the full line of the Savior showing how Jesus does match and fulfill that Old Testament promise and prophecy. Matthew and Luke both focus on this historical fact. Luke, as he focuses on historical detail, is going to leave out nothing when it comes to understanding who Jesus is, was, and and came to do. So that is the significance of the family tree and why that is recorded in the Gospels. Our book also goes on to mention the, the scriptural account that on one occasion, Zechariah was in the temple. And as we look at, at Zechariah and understanding that on one occasion, it's important to understand what is taking place. Zechariah is one of the high priests, comes from the, the family line of, of Aaron, and the priest served in a, a rotation of who would be the one that would uh, lead the people uh, in, in worship and everything that was taking place. So as Zechariah was performing his priestly duty is when the angel Gabriel appeared to him. And as he was in uh, lighting the incense uh, for, for prayer, for prayers rising to God, while the people were waiting and waiting a long time, longer than normal, they, they recognized as Zechariah was in there when he came out is when they knew that something had happened. He couldn't speak, uh, but he had seen a, a vision of, of some sort, so they knew that this was different from other times. But that just describes that one on one occasion, uh, the order in which uh, the priests would perform their priestly duties, coming from Aaron's line, and what Zechariah was doing in the temple. But we should back up and talk about the phrase, in the days of Herod. What does the history of the Roman Empire contribute to the timing of salvation history? As God described through the Apostle Paul later in the New Testament in Galatians chapter 4, when the time had fully come, God sent his son born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law. But when that time had fully come, what was that time? God used the Roman Empire and the timing of everything taking place. We, we hear in, his, in history classes the Pax Romana, the peace of the Romans. This was a time period when there was no large military upheaval. There were no major wars taking place for a set amount of time. The Romans also provided an extensive highway system that was unlike anything at its time. The ability to travel, to travel throughout the Roman Empire, which was mass, massive and vast at the time, would later allow people like the Apostle Paul to travel and share the, the grace of God through Jesus with other synagogues and other believers throughout the Roman world. So it, it is important to understand what the contribution is. And when we talk about in the days of Herod, when we understand the Roman Empire and, and God's design, uh, when the time had fully come, what the Roman Empire contributed 
to this time frame. This piece, uh, this time period that did not include uh, significant wars and upheaval, provided the, the cradle with which God's plan of salvation would come. We can also note as we talk about the setting of the Savior and writing the world for the Savior, we notice in this, in this chapter the individuals God would use to bring about his promise. Everything about the description of the first couple of chapters in the Gospels, we see an intentional, careful approach to everything taking place. God directly coming to, to Zechariah, to, to Mary, to Joseph. And as we include Elizabeth in, uh, in this, these four individuals, God would help to announce this wonderful proclamation that they would be included in salvation history. And as we notice the, the details, right, as we look at the scriptures and see how God comes to each of them, as we look and see how God readied the world for the Savior, what we note is the careful planning, detailed, orderly, int- intentional approach that God has here. What we see when we look at these first chapters is a God who is in control, who is doing this by design. And again, that helps us to understand that verse from Galatians, when the time had fully come. This time didn't happen by accident. It didn't catch God by surprise. It was by design. It was intentional. We see God fully in control and putting his grace on full display. Tomorrow we will place ourselves into the narrative as we examine some of these individuals, what would be going through our minds if we were there as well. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.